Welcome to the Reinvent Relevance podcast. I'm your host, Jason Mutzfeld, Director of Learning at Merfeld Career Management. Our show is about what we do to help people who want to take charge of their careers. We call it Reinvent Relevance. It's embracing change to do more meaningful work. Joining me today is Michelle Merritt, the Executive Partner at Merfeld Career Management, and she's going to help us with our topic, which is recruiters. How does recruiting work and how does it play into your potential career search? Michelle, there's a lot of mystery that revolves around recruiters. Sometimes we get cold calls from them. Some people have worked with them. Some people haven't. Uh, Are they technical only? Are they executive only? Give us kind of the 101 on how recruiting works from a job candidate's perspective. Jay, thanks for tackling this with me today. I think it's a a question I know these are all questions that our clients have commonly asked. You know, how do I work with recruiters and how do I find them? What are they? Who are they? And really and truly, I think there are two big definitions that need to be established. One is external recruiters, or sometimes you'll hear people call them headhunters. You'll hear people call them contracted recruiters. These are people who are contracted by a corporation. It could also be by a small business to go out and find talent and bring those people in to be interviewed for a position. They are not employees of the company, but rather contractors of the company. They are often paid a percentage based on, um, based on the salary that you end up, the offer that you end up with, they're often paid a percentage of that. That's how their fees are established. Some are paid up front, some are not. It really just depends on how they've arranged their contract. An internal recruiter is someone who works inside the company, who is employed by the company to seek talent, interview talent, and often they're the first line of defense, if you will, the first person doing the interviews. And then they are passing those who pass through that first screening interview onto hiring managers for consideration. So there are two different types of recruiters and there are two different types there are two different ways to approach them but at the end of the day it all comes down to relationship okay and and your internal recruiters you sort of want to say that they're a face of the corporation or the company that they represent now external recruiters correct me if i'm wrong they are aligned with certain verticals for example uh, the home building industry uh, the financial industry higher education is that true? Is that still, or is are, are recruiters kind of generalized these days? Um, most recruiters have an, an industry niche, if you will. Um, a firm may cover a broad array of industries where specific recruiters will often have um, specific industries or niche industries. So like you said, construction. I was a home building recruiter for many years um, before we opened this firm. And I spent time both externally as well as then internally um, working as a recruiter for for a period of time as well, so um, you can have your recruiters often going to focus on one industry. So you want to look for people, recruiters externally, especially who fit the fit your industry. Um, that might be finance, for example. That might be accounting. That might be technology, mm-hmm. and then um, and there might from time to time, especially in, in broader industry definitions like manufacturing. There could be um, someone who focuses on biomedical versus someone who focuses in plastics. 
for yeah. example. So there are some recruiters get very specialized in their niche depending on how broad the overarching industry is. Okay. How would you go about finding a recruiter? Let's say you're new in the job search and you're on LinkedIn and where do you go to find somebody who is going to represent either your industry, your region? How, what, how are you going to connect with recruiters and how do you find the recruiters that are on the inside, the internal recruiters? What are your, what's your advice for making yourself not only attractive so they find you, but how do you reach out to them when you've found them? Right. Um, so we launched a course not long ago on called the No Nonsense um, Guide to LinkedIn for Job Seekers. And we talk a lot about using your LinkedIn profile, completing your LinkedIn profile, getting it to that all-star status, as LinkedIn calls it, um, to make sure that all of the information and keywords that you need from your resume are also inside your LinkedIn profile. This will help make you more searchable to recruiters, both internally and externally. It also makes you more searchable to hiring managers. Recruiters aren't the only ones out there looking. A lot of times hiring managers will be out there searching as well just to see what is out and available in the market. Now, how to find a recruiter, how, whether that's internal or external, Google and LinkedIn are your two best sources normally. Well, and your third best source certainly is your own individual network. Other people you know in your industry or do similar types of work um, may have recommendations on recruiters that they've worked with over the years that may have done good work for them. The key to finding a good recruiter, again, is that relationship piece. So you can do a quick search on LinkedIn for recruiters, search specific industries, um, geography is not as important when you're looking at looking for a recruiter because a recruiter may be based here in Indianapolis where we are and work the entire West Coast and, and, and Midwest region, for example, which is exactly what I did when I was a recruiter in the home building industry. So it's really, geography isn't as important. Recruiters work all over the world today, but certainly finding someone who knows your industry and has a good reputation. That's the other thing. Um, you know, recruiters can't make everyone happy all the time, but if you're talking within your network about a recruiter who is responsive, who calls people back, who's polite, who is willing to give you a small amount of their time, then that's certainly the sign of a good recruiter. Recruiters want to build relationships with people who are valuable in the industry. Gotcha. Now, what would you say to somebody who's actually in a position right now, they're working away at their nine to five, and I'm, I'm asking this because this happened to me a lot when I was working in technology. Mm -hmm. You get a call, you get a, an email and a LinkedIn connection from a recruiter, and you're perfectly happy where you are, or you haven't actually considered going on to your next gig. Um, what do you do when a recruiter contacts you and you're not expecting it? What's the best way to respond in a situation like absolutely take their call. Now you can say, you know, I can't talk to you this moment. Can I talk to you this evening? I can't talk. I'm at the office sort of thing. That's, and, and most recruiters are going to understand that. Yeah. But I think anytime you can build relationships, you expand your network. Many of the relationships that we have today here at Merrifield were relationships I started 20 years ago as a recruiter. We still write resumes today for the very people that I recruited for leadership roles 20 years ago. 
So these are relationships that have been built over a long period of time. And many of them started because someone took my phone call, right? So when I called and wanted to know about the industry, maybe I wasn't looking directly for you, but I wanted a referral to someone else, someone who might be interested, things like that. Those are the types of relationships. Those are the types of conversations that begin building relationships with recruiters. So take their calls. Don't be rude to a recruiter because the day will come when you will need that person. Now, the reverse is true, too. If you are reaching out to recruiters and they are rude and they are short and they hang up on you, things like this, they're probably not the recruiter who's going to last long term in the industry. So you might think twice about working with a recruiter who behaves that way. So you, so the relationship building needs to go both ways, but also understand that a recruiter is being paid by the employer and they're being paid when they close the deal. So that means they're working to find what's what we always say is closest to the money, what's going to close that deal the fastest. And the recruiter is going to know pretty quickly if you're a fit or not. Hopefully she or he is having a conversation with you to explain, hey, you're not the right fit right now, but I'd like to keep in touch with you. Um, if they're not, again, that might be a way to evaluate whether you wanna work with that recruiter, but understand that that recruiter has a job to do too, and that person is their boss, their client, they're the person who's paying their bills is the employer. So they're going to focus on taking care of that need first. Gotcha, okay, so walk us through a hypothetical scenario where a person is has been in contact with a recruiter. The recruiter says, "Hey, I believe you have a you are a good fit for this position, which is open at XYZ Corporation." Walk us through how that would play out from the job candidate's perspective. What is the recruiter going to do for them? What what are they going to not do for them? How are they going to make this this magic happen? If they think they they found you, they're this candidate, the unicorn candidate they've been looking for. How do they make that connection? Sure. So once a recruiter believes, believes that you're a good fit, they'll submit your resume to the employer. Now, they're likely going to ask if you have already submitted your name to this employer. Or they may ask for the list of companies that you've actively submitted your name to in the last six months or submitted your information and resume to. Because if you have already submitted your resume, likely that company is not going to be willing to pay that recruiting fee mm. for you. So that is the reason that recruiters will often ask that question. But here's the thing. Once a recruiter submits your name and the, and the employer says, yes, I want to speak to him or her, then the recruiter is going to set up a call. Um, in the world we live in today, it's likely going to be a Zoom or WebEx type call so that you can meet with and interview with the various people throughout the process. And through each step of the way, depending on the relationship the recruiter has with the hiring company, with the hiring manager, they may or may not be directly involved in each step of the way. A good recruiting partner is going to be involved every step of the way, giving you guidance, even helping you prep for interviews. Now, a lot of recruiters today don't take the time to do that, which is part of the reason we offer um, interview prep services and even salary negotiation services. Because... As you get closer down this, this line and get closer to the final interview, a good recruiter is going to be asking how much money you want, what kind of compensation package are you looking for, what's an automatic yes number, what's an automatic no number. And those things are very important that you know those in advance 
and you know what it is you want from the employer. Because the recruiter is going to be sort of that middle person trying to help negotiate and broker this deal. But keep in mind, the recruiter is ultimately paid by the hiring manager, by the employer. So their loyalty is always to the employer first. And that's not a bad thing. That is in no way a slight, but this is just the facts of the relationship. So having someone in your corner, which is why we do salary negotiation coaching, to help you identify what you need and what you don't can be a real benefit. Gotcha. Now, how is that different in, in let's use the same scenario, except make the recruiter an internal recruiter. What is the, what are the subtle differences that are involved in that scenario? Obviously, they're still working for the corporation. They're not working for the candidate. Tell us a little about that. So the situations can be very similar in many ways. The recruiter is often someone who is, again, seeking out talent. You may have applied directly to them. They may not have contacted you. A lot of times, internal recruiters don't, do, don't actively go outside the organization for a search, but some do. Um, and so they'll, they'll be working with you to guide you again through the process. Depending on how the company's structured, they may do only the internal, the intake interview or that first screening interview, and you may not see that recruiter again throughout the process. It may, you may just venture from, you know, interview to interview throughout the process without that guidance. It really just depends on how the, um, how the, how the organization is structured. The one thing that you won't get that you do often get with an external recruiter is likely the guidance and the prepping and so sort of that inside track. That's a great thing about working with an external recruiter is that they can often, if they know the company well, give you sort of the inside scoop, the right questions to answer, how to prep you, what to expect, what to already know, or what you might have in common with the hiring manager that you're going to be interviewing with. The internal recruiter is less likely to give you that insight. Awesome. Well, that's fantastic. So Michelle, any final thoughts, any advice that you can give to our audience out there that are considering dealing with or have dealt with or are going to maybe deal with a recruiter? Sure. So recruiters are a tool in your toolbox, right? I would never say, and I don't know a single recruiter who says, use me as your exclusive source, <laughs> right? Um, no, no one wants that sort of pressure in their life. They are a tool in your toolbox and they can be a great tool if you're making the effort to continually build relationships. And that starts long before you're looking for a job, right? So as we talked about, that is taking people's calls, returning people's emails, connecting when someone invites you to on LinkedIn, responding to their messages, things like that, so that you're an active participant in that relationship. But again, this is one tool. It's a tool you wanna keep sharp because you never quite know when you're gonna need that tool or when that recruiter is gonna call with the opportunity of a lifetime and change your world for the better. Um, so, you know, be prepared for that, but also understand that that's part, they're part of your network. They're not the sole way to get a job. They're not your sole opportunity to move ahead, but they are a critical, the best recruiters are a critical component to your network for sure. Exactly. Don't put your eggs all in one basket. So, well, thank you everyone for joining us today. Uh, to find out more about how you can take charge of your career, please visit our website, uh, marefeld.com, or reach out to us on LinkedIn to reference 
the course that Michelle mentioned earlier in the podcast, the No Nonsense Guide to LinkedIn, also visit our website. Uh, scroll down to the bottom under the free courses and you'll see it there along with the Creating a Winning Resume resource. We hope you all learned something today. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us. We're always happy to meet new people and answer any questions you have. We hope you have a great week. Stay safe and we will talk to you soon. Bye, everybody.